0: Hi there, Saravi here. This podcast is intended to educate, inspire, and support you on your personal journey to health, wellness, and regeneration. While I am a clinical doctor, I do not offer any standalone medical advice or professional help in this podcast. If you are suffering from a psychological or medical condition, please seek help from your personalized healthcare provider. Welcome to Embodied Health. I'm your host, the physician in your pocket, Dr. Saravi. We're here to discuss all things medicine, mindset, and mastering regeneration. Let's get started. Welcome into this week of The Clinic. It is our second week of spring clearing and aligning our energetic bodies, or the chakras. Last week, we touched on the first chakra, the root one, the one that grounds us into our physical body, onto the planet Earth, and really gives us that sense of belonging, security, and stability. This week, we're going to move up the energetic centers to our sacral chakra, also known as satisvana I probably butchered that, um, but that's the Sanskrit way of saying our sacral chakra. This Sanskrit term, in fact, means dwelling place of self. So this is the region of our body in our womb center, um, the hara center as it's sometimes referred to we'll locate it about two and a half inches below our belly button in the actual location of a woman's womb. Um, Men also have this sacral womb center. Um, So do women who've undergone a hysterectomy. Just because you do not anatomically have a womb does not mean that you don't have the womb center. Um, This sacral energy point is our point of personal expansion and exploration um, for our sexuality, our desires, our creativity, and our generative force. Um, So this sacral chakra is our second primary chakra, and this is associated with really governing our emotions, our sexuality, our sensuality, and our ability to enjoy life with full vigor and passion to really receive pleasure and to create generative value for the world it's interesting because the womb is where the anatomical woman um has a child that is being created it is where we send our generative progeny within a woman's body um It is that region where we can create from. So assuming that in this day and age, we're not yet ready to have children or um, we just choose that we don't want that at this point in our lives, this is still the energy that we can use to decide, do I find pleasure in this activity, in this person, in this situation? Am I truly enjoying it? Is it filling me up with desire? And if it is, How can I create the best manifestation, the best experience for myself and those involved? So that is really the energy center we're working with um, when we explore our sacral chakra. Anatomically, the sacral chakra is associated with our bladder, our kidney and the reproductive organs. So if we ever experience arthritis in our hips or genital and sexual issues, um, anemia can often be associated with the sacral chakra because of its, um, its connection with passion, vitality, our blood. If we have low energy, low libido, spleen and kidney issues, and the women's dreaded premenstrual or PMDD syndrome, Our sacral chakra, when balanced, really allows us to regulate our emotions um, and make a decision with presence in the moment if something makes us feel good or if something makes us feel not so good. That is. Really, where we talk about the gut feeling, this is the center we're referring to. Um, Some have studied and say it's the solar plexus chakra, which is a little further up in our anatomical region, our um, energy center for next week. But really, it's our sacral chakra that's able to gauge our sexual compatibility with people, um, how much pleasure we're experiencing in this moment. Whether we want to do something or not really comes from this energy location. So the sacral chakra is associated with the color orange. It really symbolizes warmth and vitality, creativity. It's connected to the element of water. So the fluidity of emotions of lying in a body of an ocean or a pool or your bathtub, it signifies fluidity because our desires constantly change. They're malleable. It signifies adaptability and emotional flow. And those of you who've ever gone to create something, whether you're an artist or an athlete or um, a performer, a doctor, a physician, literally anytime you go to generate something in the world, a creative activity, These are the components that are required our adaptability, our flexibility, our fluidity, our emotional involvement. Right? So, this is the energy center we really pull on when we are trying to create something beautiful in the world and for our own personal experience. So, let's touch briefly on when our sacral chakra is underactive and out of balance, and then overactive, which is also an imbalance. So when imbalanced, our sacral chakra can make us feel emotionally and physically weak. Um, What we see nowadays with so much prevalence is a lot of depression, or being overly sensitive, experiencing high levels of anxiety. This is all suggestive of disturbed sacral energy where we have a fear of losing control in our relationships, we have obsessive compulsive disorders or behaviors um, in certain situations can really all speak to our sacral chakra being misaligned. When our sacral chakra is underactive, so Here, we're really touching on a state where we are not being able to generate the desire force. We're not being able to go with the flow and be adaptable. We have a very rigid view of what we can and cannot create as people on the planet, what our generative expressions are, um, what we've been allowed to do. And what I will say is a lot of these blocks that we find in our energy centers come from programming in our early childhood. Now, I think we touched on the concept of the inner saboteur a couple weeks ago. And in the same vein, our inner saboteur is linked very closely with our inner child. Now, if you didn't know that we had an inner child in 2023, I am here to tell you that you have an inner child. All of us do. And if you want to explore this concept a little bit more, I invite you to dive a little deeper into, um, internal family systems therapy. There is a great book on this where we kind of do parts work. Um, Teal Swan is a wonderful reference who is a psychological trauma healer, um, really works with this concept of parts work where we divide up the different parts of us that have conflicting interests, conflicting desires, conflicting opinions, and really Set them apart in our mind and using imagination, work through um, the blocks that we might have because often what we find when we go to create something or to become the best version of ourselves or to actualize something in the world, we have the inner saboteur, which is a part, the part that's excited and optimistic to go for it and multiple other parts that will speak up. Often these are voices of critics um, we've come across in the past, people that have loved us that didn't want us to make a fool out of ourselves or experiences we might've had that really crop up and remind us, oh no, don't do that. You're going to make a fool of yourself, right? So it really is a matter of um, sitting down and feeling into that energy center of our body and seeing, is there a block here? Am I overactive Am I underactive? And what could be the different parts of myself that are contributing to that? Okay. So an overactive sacral chakra means that we're distributing too much energy through the body. And since our sacral chakra governs our emotions, we can have a sensation of overwhelm. We can experience feelings very deeply. We can be very moody, hypersensitive in nature. Often, um, it doesn't just swing in the positive direction, but also we can have immense feelings of dissatisfaction with life. It can bring out our addictive tendencies. We're constantly struggling to fulfill ourselves with external things if our sacral chakra is just open and on blast, trying desperately to be filled up with passion and desire from anything it can externally grab onto. There are some of us who might find ourselves in a myriad of romantic entanglements, um, whether they be strictly sexual in nature, whether they are um, emotional entanglements. When we are constantly using our attractive force, our sexual energy, our charm, charisma in an inappropriate way, and and you'll realize it's inappropriate when you examine your life. And take a look back and see all the relationships that you've been in, all the entanglements that you've been in, and identify if those came from a place of I needed attention, I needed this person, if there was some type of desire force that was unchecked, often phrased in terms of a need or a very serious urge, very serious want. And what we find with um, romantic attractions that come from an unchecked sacral chakra is that those are so volatile in nature that often we don't find stability and grounding there. That those are the relationships that were fueled with that immense open passion, but also that were really at, at the detriment because it had all that unleashed emotion, a lot of drama, a lot of pain that went with it too. So if an overactive sacral chakra is a lot of emotion, a lot of feeling, both in the positive and in the negative, an underactive sacral chakra really speaks to the opposite, where we have a fear of pleasure. Um, Often this can manifest with intimacy issues between us and our partner. If we've had trauma in the past, whether sexual or about our body, um, something related to who we are in our femininity or our masculinity, that really speaks to that energy center of desire. And so we can fear pleasure. We can fear advancements from the opposite sex or uh, if we are objectified in a certain way for artists and creatives we can often lack creativity i'm just not a creative person we tell ourselves you know i'm more math and science oriented i can't paint or draw or dance or dress well or decorate my home i can't come up with a great idea for this i can't problem solve very well we lack creativity of course, hand in hand with pleasure can go a lack of desire, where we just don't desire anything that strongly. We don't care about the money or the friends or the clothes or the car. We are apathetic, and this is not in a, um, a spiritual renunciant or, um, you know, materialism is not worth it. But it's just when we try and envision a life for ourselves, we just don't have anything really pulling us forward. And more often than not, it's not that we don't know what we want, because I would argue that we all have a burning desire. We're all created with that, right? We all have this sacral energy within us, the potentiality for creative desire and generative force. But it really is a matter of our being able to um, tap into that, and allow ourselves the permission to dream, to uncover the blocks that we may have overlying that uh, creative impulse, that desire, and to really step out and uncover and own what we truly want. And of course, none of this happens overnight. So as we discuss this, I do urge you to have compassion and um, just give yourself the understanding that This introductory series is just to bring attention and awareness to the subtle energy centers of our body. And in bringing attention to it, we can really start to identify what work we might want to do with it to really make our lives better and to channel that energy so that we can embody health, the vitality and radiance that comes from being sexually and creatively and passionately alive in this one life. So insecurity, detachment, low libido, of course, these are all other signifiers of our underactive sacral chakra. So, okay, we've, we've discussed the imbalances, both to the extremes of being overactive, completely on, hooking everyone in its wake, and then being underactive, completely off, and not being able to generate that passion or life force. Now, like we touched on last week, it really is a matter of being over and underactive in specific situations. So it won't always be on or off just as a switch. But in fact, if they are like petals on a flower, then we'll find ourselves with an overactive sacral chakra in some instances and an underactive sacral chakra in other instances. So perhaps our sacral chakra is on for our career. We love our jobs and the money we're making. We are passionate about the work we do in the world. But when it comes to intimacy and romance, we feel a little awkward getting all sexy or putting on a costume or just being vulnerable with our physical desires with our partner. So these are just points to consider as we think about the sacral chakra. And I would like for us to take a moment, drop in, and feel this energy center come alive for us. And as you move through the week, I invite you to slow down and to see how often you can go back to this energy center and generate it, feel into it. See what it's telling you. For my women out there, there are some great books. Um, Pussy, A Reclamation, great book that really talks about tapping into that sacral power. Um, I believe the author, she has a school for womanly arts. Her name is Mama Gina. Just a wild and fantastic ride for anatomical woman to kind of feel into what that means to be led by her desire and men you know i'm a little limited here because i'm not a man myself but i am sure when you are turned on for your job or for your partner or for making money or your car that you have those sparks of impulse and desire and just by the physiological composition of man having more testosterone your desire is easily felt and read by the nervous system. So it is beautiful to kind of drop in and see when am I being led and fueled by my desire force um, because that is the active sacral chakra. So at this time, if you are willing and able, I invite you to close your eyes. Take a deep breath in and a deep exhale out. I would like for you to bring your attention to your lower abdomen, the space right above your pubic bone, about two and a half centimeters below your belly button, where you might imagine the anatomical womb would be on a woman. And if it helps to really direct your energy, I would invite you to place a hand over this space, touching yourself, it's your own body, you know, touching these energy centers on your own body with your own hands can have a powerful transformative effect, especially as we try and call attention to these subtler energy centers. As we take a deep breath in, we draw inward and we bring our attention to our womb space. And I invite you to picture a glowing golden orange ball, a wheel, a circle, a flame just glowing orange in this womb center. Imagine you can feel the tendrils of heat coming from it. The small flicks of heat generated. Allow this orange light to grow brighter, feel the circle perhaps swirling or pulsating, really gaining momentum, gaining its energy like a bright orange sun sitting within the womb. Sometimes to test our sacral energy, we can call to our mind something we're very passionate about, our beloved, a pile of cash, our car, perfect health, our dream home, something inspirational that makes us desire it. As we sit and breathe, feeling this orange pulsating light, this is our creative center, our desire force. This is where a woman can create a baby and a man can birth his empire. This is the center where we follow our gut instinct. To create, to manifest, to feel vital and alive, to feel pleasure, excitement, elation. Now, as our sacral chakra glows orange. And we continue to breathe into the womb space. I invite you to hold your attention in your womb. And just drop down to the base of your spine. To a little lower in your perineum. And to allow your root chakra. A red glowing bulb of light to start glowing there allow this red light to get brighter and to start swirling or pulsating and imagine it shooting roots down into the earth Maintain your attention on the orange circle in your womb, your orange wheel of light, and simultaneously allow the energy to pulsate between your legs. Allow your perineum to activate your root chakra, glowing red. Continue the breath as you simultaneously imagine both a red glowing ball of light and an orange glowing ball of light filling the entire lower half of your body. As we move through this week, I invite you to observe yourself as you move through your experiences knowing that your root chakra provides stability and your sacral the desire force move through the world and see in each situation in each interaction how much of those energy centers you can really feel how much of those activate around certain people Do you feel unsafe? Do you feel overly desiring? On our journey with the chakras, it's important to note that once we are able to feel the subtlety of these energy bodies, we will then learn how to move this energy up our spine and through our body to really give us that full body vitality, the longevity that we all are hoping to have, that youthfulness, that pleasure sense. But the first step in being able to embody that sense of health and radiance and vitality is to have the awareness of their existence and the sensitivity to feel them individually And activated simultaneously. The sacral chakra has so much magic within it, both in actuality, because that's where women can create babies, and metaphysically, as that is where we can open our channels of money and abundance, our companies, our businesses, our relationships, our romantic connections. To balance the chakra, the sacral chakra, this week, I would encourage you to take baths. Not showers, but baths. Or dwell in a pool. Or by ocean water. Often, the stone carnelian is associated with firing up the sacral chakra. Of giving us that energy. Just seeing that color orange empowers us in a way. Eating carrots or... Um, Orange bell peppers, foods of that color can all speak to activating and enhancing our sacral chakra. I invite you to move through this week mindful of your desire and your safety. As you now have a better awareness of what the sacral chakra is its location within the body and what over and active and underactive sacral chakras present as. This is just the first step in understanding the subtler body that resides within our physical body. And as we move through the rest of the weeks, And we continue to work with activating and aligning the other energy centers of our body. I hope and I intend that if you follow along, you'll be able to really experience what it is to have your energetic centers align and active along your spine. And to move that energy through your body as you move through this world is so powerful, so exhilarating. And just one of the most radiant and healthful experiences a human could have. I invite you now, if you haven't already done so, to return to the room. Allowing the red and orange lights within the lower half of your body to continue ablaze. A That's what we have this week in the clinic. And I hope that you have a beautiful, desire-filled week ahead. I invite you to rate, review, and share this podcast episode if you believe it in its value and to really practice Activating these energy centers within your body as the weeks unfold. I'm so excited as we continue along this journey up our energy centers. Next week, we'll discuss our solar plexus, our ego, our power of will. And I hope that as we move through this, you will viscerally feel the difference within your body as your life force starts to activate and come alive. Thank you for tuning in this week to the clinic. That's what we got for this week. Much love. Signing off, Dr. Sarabi.